I tell you, little buddy, this whole island is bewitched. Remember, we were shipwrecked together. Welcome to a bonus podcast episode of Sound Opinions. I am Jim DeRogatis. My partner is Greg Cott. And you may know, as often as possible, we like to take a trip to the Desert Island and pop a quarter in the Desert Island Jukebox. Greg, we could do six of these a day, uh, so we thought, let's catch up and give our listeners, our most dedicated uh, audience, uh, some extras. You're going to kick us off in a minute, Greg. Can you give us a clue about the song you've picked today? Yes, I can, Jim. I'm going to play something from a great lost era of West African psych rock. Cool. We'll hear that in a minute on Sound Opinions. Welcome back to this Sound Opinions bonus Desert Island jukebox episode. Greg, let's hear it. What song are you taking to the Desert Island? Yeah, Jim, you know, I um, recently revisited a movie, uh, Soul to Soul, that is one of my all-time favorites. And I was doing a little bit of research. I was doing a writing project around it. And uh, Soul to Soul is basically a document a documentary of a 1971 concert by a bunch of American soul, R&B, and rock musicians who flew over to Ghana to uh, help the country celebrate the anniversary of its independence from colonial rule. Hmm. So it was a historic event, and uh, one of the first concerts in Ghana post-colonialism. Uh, and uh, among the performers, you know, at the time, this is 1971, right? Wilson Pickett, Ike and Tina Turner, the Staple Singers, uh, Santana, who was just coming off this fantastic performance at Woodstock, uh, one of the hottest bands in the country. So you had a pretty stellar lineup in addition to a number of uh, West African artists who were also performing on the bill. Um, so the reason uh, I'm highlighting it is that that concert was a, a, a turning point in many ways in, in uh, West African music. Uh, a number of young musicians from West Africa attended that particular concert because they wanted to see uh, these performers in the flesh, an opportunity they'd never had because they were hearing their songs on the radio and that was all the contact they had. They were inspired by this music coming from America, but now they got to see it performed. And among the most influential performers on that stage was Santana, Carlos Santana. Mm. As I mentioned, he'd come off this Woodstock performance, and his, he had several hits on the charts, you know, Black Magic Woman and Oye Como Va. And he was, uh, you know, a pioneer in, in the way he was fusing Latin music with rock at the time. Um, what the Africans, uh, the young African musicians noticed in particular was the way his polyrhythms were supporting the rock guitar. And these young bands themselves were experimenting with how do we merge this music that we love, this rock music from America and from the West, with what we do here in West Africa. And Santana was an inspiration. It's like the light bulb went off. A, a bunch of bands, you know, got formed after that show, seeing Santana say, oh, this is how, how we do it. I, I love that thought of the African music 
going to South America, right. uh, being reintroduced uh, to Africa, along with the rock that they heard on Armed Forces Radio right. and, and, and Radio America. You know, it was fantastic. Well, Afro-Cuban uh, music, it just came full circle that yeah. day for a lot of, uh, a lot of these uh, young musicians. And uh, I, uh, along the way, I, I, I came across a bunch of music that was inspired uh, not only by that show, but just in general, the West African scene really exploded in the way it was fusing uh, Western guitar rock with African rhythms. Um, and it was particularly true of this one outstanding compilation that I've been playing continuously for the last few weeks. I, I originally got it back in uh, back when it came out uh, about 15 years ago. It's called Ghana Sounds, Afrobeat, Funk, and Fusion in 70s Ghana. Volume One. There's several volumes of it. it was put out by this <laughs> English label called Soundway, and they did a tremendous job of of culling all this great music and distilling it down to uh, a, a few great bands. Uh, among the bands that is included on that first compilation is a band by the name of Oscar Sully and the Uhuru Dance Band, and I wanted to play their one of their tracks from these compilations. It's an extraordinary track called Bukum Mashi. And what you'll notice, first of all, is this incredible driving bass line. It is a great dance track. Then you've got these horns over the top sort of flickering around, so there's this touch of jazz, and then you've got those rhythm guitars playing away underneath. Uh, it's a, an incredible fusion of multi-ethnic music. You know, it sounds a little bit like rock. It sounds a little bit like West Africa. There's a Latin thing going on. There's that jazz thing happening with the horns. Um, really an inspiring era of uh, West African music. This is Oscar Sully and the Uhuru Dance Band with Buka Mashi on Sound Opinions.
Sully and the Uhuru dance band Bukum Mashi. If you want to know where to find it, it, again, the album, the compilation album of Ghanaian music from the 70s is called Ghana Sounds, Afrobeat, Funk, and Fusion in 70s Ghana, Volume 1. You know, Greg, being freed from the uh, never-ending deadlines of the daily newspapers has really... Uh, we can listen uh, to music that, that it doesn't have a pressing <laughs> deadline anymore and just dive as deep as we want, you know? I mean, maybe we need to do 10 Desert Island Music jukebox picks a day. Let's get going. <laughs> 